Thanks for listening to For Crying Out Loud on Podcast One. Hey, we have a great show today. We talked a lot about our kids and, and getting them uh, disciplined. <laughs> <laughs> Big fight I had with Sonny. Yeah, but yeah. first, Lynette. Even when I'm getting all my workouts in, practicing mindfulness, doing meditation, whatever I can to keep my stress levels low, I still sometimes feel really stressed out. And guess what? When I'm stressed out, no one wants to be around me and it stresses everyone else out. Right. Well, you know what Dr. Drew recommends for this? What? Magnesium. And not just magnesium. Magnesium breakthrough, this this essential vitamin supplement you can get. That helps with stress. It helps with sleep. He swears by it. Helps with your energy, metabolism. I have heard that magnesium is really good and has a calming effect on your body. And I know that you can get magnesium from certain foods like black beans, nuts, avocados, spinach, and many more. But if you really want to make sure you get enough magnesium for what your body needs, we recommend using a supplement in addition. Magnesium breakthrough. It's the most potent, complete uh, magnesium formula ever created. And um, our listeners can get it with 10% off. If you go today, you can get 10% off with with a special for crying out loud. The coupon code when you visit biooptimizers.com slash FCOL, enter code FCOL10. Okay, you'll get 10% off. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash F-C-O-L and use the coupon code F-C-O-L 10, okay, at checkout. That's biooptimizers.com slash F-C-O-L and don't forget to use the coupon code F-C-O-L 10 at checkout. Everybody, welcome to For Crying Out Loud. Mm-mm. Woo! Mm-mm. Stephanie and I are in the shoebox. <laughs> I like. I think of it as the egg carton. Yeah, we're sitting in an egg carton. Stephanie looks 3D to me. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm getting nauseous. I'm seeing trails. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys know that kind of soundproofing that's that's like little points, like a bunch of little Madonna bras. Uh-huh. <laughs> but a million of them right. on every wall. Yes. And in a in like and a like a what size is this? Six by like five? Way smaller than Lisa Vanderpump's closet. Oh hell. <laughs> this is like her maybe the stall that she has, the yeah. bathroom and the Where she keeps her brooms. Right. Yeah, for her exactly. housekeepers. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have a lot of um, Patreon. We do. Name shout outs. Yeah. And one, this is, this is kind of special. Okay. Last week, mm-hmm. remember I read the name Grace Cornejo? Yeah. But guess what? Grace is 11 years old. <gasps> and she wrote to me and said that she, I don't know how she got in, but she signed up You're because, because she wanted, to wish she she wanted to wish her mom Ginger Cornejo who's a very big fan of our show she was like she said that she wanted to tell her mom that her kids Grace and Jesse love you so much and think you're the greatest mama ever and they appreciate how hard you work and everything you do for them oh my god i'm going to cry <laughs> i 
I died. Grace. Yeah. Oh my God. I know. I, wrote, I was writing back and forth with her and I was like, I am so sorry because I had already done the shout out. I yeah. was like, so and you're shouting she, out. She, she said, can you please not call her any bad names? Oh my God. Yeah. That's and so I said, funny. well, I already did it, but I don't think we called her any no. bad names. No, we didn't. We didn't call her coos or no, anything no, no, like no, that. No, no. We no. just, we said something nice. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You said she's new. And then you pronounced her name. Yeah. yeah. Yes. But anyway, I was like, I'm so sorry. We're going to, I'm going to fix that Aww, next week. That's so cute. You probably missed Ginger's birthday, but she basically said that her mom's had a hard year. Right. And she loves her so much. Right. And it was so sweet. Oh, that's She's so loving. Sweet. Ginger, you're a lucky mom. Yeah, Ginger. Go My hug kid those would girls. Never do that. What, is, does she have a sister? Is it the uh, si- sister? Jesse, I think. Okay, Jesse. Mm, Maybe a brother? Could be a brother. Shoot. Oh, well, should have done some investigative work. Whatever. Ginger, hug those two for yeah. us. Yeah. So that so and sweet. also Ulysses has nobody to <laughs> Ulysses is celebrating say? his anniversary 11 years. Oh my god. With Wendy, they just celebrated their 11th wedding anniversary and Ulysses said, "Can you tell Wendy how much I love her?" And say marrying you was the best thing I've ever done, and thank you for a wonderful eleven years. Oh, what an oh, asshole, Wendy! You're lucky. <laughs> yeah, That's he so loves sweet. you. He does love you. I mean, he loves our podcast a little more, maybe. But <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Okay, That's Wendy. awesome. You're She's, so sweet. Yeah. That's sweet, Ulysses. Also, that bitch Dina Ramirez. Oh, let's get back to roasting. Right. Yes. You're roasted, Dina. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> Athena, mm. that bitch, that bitch climbed aboard the, the $25 shout-out level. She Hi, did. Athena. Yeah. Elizabeth yeah. Williamson. Hi, What's Elizabeth. Up, girl? What's up? Carrie Berry. Oh, mm. she's, you know. Yeah. Bury this, bury that. Valerie, Valerie Fenway Park. <laughs> Valerie, relax, okay? <laughs> oh, what are, I don't know. I Kelly think of Luther, that too. calm down, chill out, Kelly. Hey, okay, Kelly. stop, stop, <laughs> settle. <laughs> Hero, your, your kids Mastra. love you. I do. I just yelled out like his, like I'm um, a mm-hmm. short order cook, and yeah. the steak's done. Ding ding. Hero, where's our bell? Krista Stroop, Hi, Colleen Krista. Slater. She's new as well. Hi, Colleen. Up, Colleen, Gabby, and Missy. Mm. I know, but you know what? I got good news from them. You did? Yeah, I'll tell you off. (laughs) Liz Sassy Elsasserson. What's up, Liz? Stephanie Stinker Rinker. Ishan Vajapay. I'm doing um, one of those reading shows, Mm -hmm. another one of my reading shows that came out of my writing class. And Stephanie Stinker Rinker's in it. Oh, it's like, I think it's a week from, from Sunday. Oh, nice. Yeah. You go, Stephanie. I call her that. Yeah. Ishan Vajpay. Yeah. Are you married yet? <laughs> Rebecca Lupin. <laughs> Kelly Brandt. <laughs> yep. Randy May Ames. One, two, three. Too many. <laughs> Love that girl. Angie Saldivar. What's up, Angie? God, I haven't talked to you in a while, Angie. Michelle McKibben. Hi, Hi Michelle. Amy Cunt. What's up? Oh, more. Erin Landis. Erin Land. This. Who? Alicia Escalante from the city of Bellflower. (laughs) Leslie Wyckoff. Why? Sarah. Stevano. And Amanda Crittenden and Casey Howell. Those two. two. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, okay, so my kids would never do anything like that, by the way. No. Could you imagine? First no. of all, they don't listen to any podcasts. I don't. And if and, and they're not going down the road like looking on my phone to see what I'm listening to to see what they can, you know, like how do they listen to I mean they're alive. She's alive. Maybe she listens with her mom. Maybe her mom plays yeah. her podcast. Yeah. So some stellar dangerous. parenting <laughs> going on over there. Yeah. Well, how about the lady? Remember a few years ago that lady was like, listen, um, I'm fine with all of like you guys saying cunt and uh-huh. calling people bitches. But can you please not talk about Santa Claus not for <laughs> Or at least give me a heads That's up. Right. How about you don't listen to it with your child right. who's young enough to still believe in Santa Claus? Right. <laughs> That's terrible. I'm yeah. sorry. Somebody right now, I just spoiled. Now you just ruined it. I just ruined Christmas. Well, that's your opinion, Stephanie. There is a Santa Claus. <laughs> Kaylin, can you put a trigger warning on this show? <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> Kaylin, what's going on? I heard there's some. you have some news to share. Uh, yeah, super exciting. I'm in the market for a new car. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You guys thought I was going to say that his and girl's pregnant one's, again. Another one's going. <laughs> Not yet. The timing uh, would would that would make have been sense awesome. though. Yeah, yeah. Knowing him, no, well, with him. Yeah, is this about the same amount of time that was there before? Uh, maybe it's been too long been at this little, point. Yeah, I think the age range is going to be too too spread was, out now. <laughs> I think it was a bit longer last time. Well, Kaylin, get on it then. What's going on? Yeah, let's slow down here. <laughs> Come on, catch up to the the three club like yeah. me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Sunny and I got into our big, biggest first fight in the. I don't even remember what happened. What happened? What happened? Well, the other night, so okay, Sunny goes for his walks like three times a day. He's like an old man. He goes for his long walks. Okay. He needs his alone time like we yeah, do. He does. He walks around and he pontificates, you know, listens to his podcasts. You know, he just – he loves – he's got a lot of like sports and shit to listen to. Anyway, he goes on his these walks, right? But now he's starting to go at night. And – you know, all right. You know, we live in the neighborhood's nice. The lights are lit up on the street. However, he loves going down this one area that's dark right. and there's no lights. We call it Noah's Noah's house because there's a kid that's their friend named Noah right. who lives in that area. Right. So, um, so he's you know we've been letting him go for these walks, but I ask him usually where you know where, which way you're going. And does he ever go with Noah? No, he doesn't. He goes on his own. So he's been going at night, but he's been going down the right streets that I like. Like there's a main boulevard a block up. So he goes up there with all the restaurants and stores and stuff and he walks up there by Starbucks and whatever. And that's fine. And he's gone for like an hour each time. And Three times a day he like, walks for an hour? Well – he would go – yeah, he would go as soon as school's over. It's a good over. thing Adam doesn't let him have any carbs. Cause <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's the only thing that I God think is God forbid he should eat skinny. a bagel. Yeah. yeah, because he's not getting any exercise no. anywhere else Mm-mm. in the plane. Thank God not. he's limited yes. with his carbs. And by the way, he's not working up a sweat when he goes on these walks. So it's a good thing he's moving at least. But, you know, so – those the, the there's the main streets and that's fine. Yeah, so he goes basically right after as soon as school's over, he'll go for a walk and go get lunch. 
I, you know, I make him sometimes lunch the night before and then the next day he's like, mm, I'll eat that for dinner. So he goes on his walks to like Subway, whatever. And then he, and then he goes again like in the middle of the afternoon and then he's now been going in the evenings like after dinner. And it's dark by then. And OK, that's fine. He, sometimes he takes Phil but most of the time no because Phil's a pain in the ass. And now – so the other night – uh, Adam's out of town and Natalia wasn't around and I was making – I was going to make dinner, um, some steaks and he loves – that's what he loves because when I cook, I have to make exactly what he wants. Otherwise, he won't eat. Right. Pain in the ass. And even sometimes he still won't eat. And it. in this – yes. But I made sure ahead of time because if not, I'm ordering a pizza. I'm going to make this, this and that. Is that OK with you, Sir Sonny Carolla? So – Did you grill the steak? Mm. Or did you make it in the on a pan? How did you do it? In I, the oven? <laughs> I don't know how people make steaks. I know, right? Uh, I was thinking the same thing. Do I broil it? Sometimes I broil it, but I, I we have a pan that has like the 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 you know the um, the crates, uh-huh. you know. So when yeah. you sear the steak, it's got those lines that you know. So uh, we have one of those pans. So I fried it up on that pan. But the key is, is I get the meat thermometer. And I stick it in there to see if it's done or not because otherwise I'll just start cutting up the steaks. Right. The, the juices. And all the juices right. is gone and then that's that. Right. So so now I learned my lesson with the feet, with the meat thermometer. Anyway, so I – you know, I'm going like – I think it was Sunday night and I said, Sonny, you know, everybody's gone. Why don't – I'll make dinner and we'll watch a movie. And he's like, OK. And – so I come downstairs and I'm getting ready in the kitchen and it's dark and it's like 7.30, almost 7.45. Where's Natalia? She was at her girlfriend Devin's house. OK. So nobody's there. So I'm making – I tell him I'm going to start making dinner and he's like, OK, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a walk. And I said, you know – and I was talking to Olga about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't uh, – you know, he's f- – I'm fine with him going at night but he's got to stay in the – in the right areas where the streets are lit because by Noah's, it's dark. Right. And it and I've gone on that walk with him and it's it's kind of creepy to be honest with you because it's kind of by the free – it's by the freeway. Right. There's a lot of cul-de-sacs and it's just like it, – it, it's dark. It's dark. Other than some of the houses lit up with Christmas lights, it's just – it's kind of creepy. And I told him, I said, I don't want – you know, I, said, I was talking to Olga and we – we're both talking about that and Noah's streets are dark and right. kind of creepy and he was like, this is what Sonny does now. He is constantly debating with me, constantly butting heads, constantly challenging me. Right. He's dying to talk to people. He's dying to like debate and have conversations and like, and if I say anything that he doesn't agree with, it turns into a headache for me. Right. Because I don't want to like waste all his energy and time arguing about nothing. Right. So I was like, Sonny, just please just go in the other way. Well, why? Give me a good reason. I said because – well, first of all, because I'm your mother mm-hmm. and I said so. I don't have to give you a reason. I don't want you going in that area. Look at me all momming it up. Yeah, never. I've not talked yes, to Sonny. Yes, girl. I, yeah, I don't talk to any. I just, I on Natalia. Yeah, once in a while, but Sonny never. Like, and he was like, "Just give me a reason." I said, "Well, for one thing, it's dark, no lights. You're by the freeway, and I just there's other many other roads to travel. You don't have to go that way. Just go to the left instead of the right." I'd be like, "I got a few hundred 
reasons, and they're all episodes of Dateline. <laughs> so hit totally. subscribe totally. on your podcast, listen to a few episodes, and you'll, and you'll understand see. the reason. Yes, exactly. So he's like, listen, really? He goes, I have my flashlight. I He goes, that's so – okay. So it's dark. So you don't want me to go because it's dark. Well, I have my flashlight. The other reason why you that's don't need to go – That's not the reason. I he's know. not camping. I know. It's your t- I know. I just don't – I said I don't feel good. I don't want – it doesn't feel good to have you – I don't want you going in that area. Yeah. And he was like, oh, so I'm not going to do it now because you don't feel – because you have a feeling about oh, it. No. Yes. Little Adam. Oh, totally, little Adam. And I was like, Sonny, I don't, I don't have to give you any reasons. I'm your mother and I don't want you to go. And I have your little life 360. I know where you are. So I will, I will, cause he was like, well, I th- I'm just going to go anyway or something. He was like, oh no, he didn't. I'm going to go for a walk. And if I go that way, I go that way. And I was like, then, Sonny, you're not going for a walk. That's it. What? And he yes. Like, really? You're going to stop me from going for a walk because you don't feel right because the lights are out and I, I have a flashlight. And I was like, that's there's more to I don't I don't don't want you to go there. Why didn't you there's, just say it's dangerous? I did. I said it's by the freeway. I don't like it. There's there's so many streets that are they. There, there's a freeway entrance right there, right, and then there's a lot of dead ends. So yeah. if somebody comes down there. Every episode of Dateline, right, is near a freeway. Totally near a freeway entrance. Right, right, and also there's like a walkway from. Uh, it's like a bridge that you, it's over the freeway, and. He likes to go up there and walk over the freeway. No, to, no, 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 no. Yeah. No. I'm like, no, you're not going over that bridge. And he's like, well, I won't do it at night, but I do it during the day. And I was like, fine during the day, but OK, but I don't care. I don't want you. It's dangerous. I don't like it. And I, um, by the way, I don't have to explain it to you. Right. No, I don't want you to. And he just kept going. And I was like, and I was trying to make dinner and I was getting a headache and I was like, fuck this. Nobody else is home for dinner. So I'm, I, I'm done. I said, you're not going anywhere. I'm done. And I went upstairs and um, he said as I was going upstairs, well, I'm just going to go. He goes, I'm just going to go for a walk then or something like that. And I was like, "Okay, well, I can see him on the thing. So I slammed the door and I went in my room and I was so pissed. I was like about to cry. I was like, what the fuck, this kid? Why does he have to be such a pain in the ass? His voice is changing and crackling when it's time to change. I sing that to him all the time. And, you know, and I'm like, why? I was like, it's just so, it's so um, disturbing when you have an argument with your kid that you never have an argument with. Yeah. And usually he and I get along great. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're pretty close. And, I just was so – I was so mad. I was like uh, in, in tears about to cry. I was like, this is – you know, trying to take a deep breath. And so then I'm sitting there in my room and I'm on my phone and then I keep looking at my app and it still says he's home. I was like, oh, OK. He left without his phone? I don't know because I took his phone from him at one point. I said, then you're not going. Give me your give me your phone. I'm taking your phone away. I'm like thinking of all these punishments at once. You're not going. I'm taking the phone away. You're grounded for three days. You well, can't then, eat dinner. Of course, his phone <laughs> said he was still at your house if you had his phone. No, I didn't. I left it on the counter. I okay. want, But see, I didn't want to take his phone because if he does go for a walk, I want him to have his phone. Right. So I left it and I went upstairs and 
uh, he says, well, I'm going anyway or something like that. And I was like, all right, fine, but I know where you're going. I can see you on the app. So I kept looking. I was up there for like 10, 15 minutes and I was like looking at the app and it kept saying he was home. And then I was like, all right, I got over it for, you know, I calmed down. I came and I'm like, I'm starving. I'm going to go make dinner. So I came down there. He was, wasn't was anywhere. Uh, I, I thought he was in his bedroom or I thought maybe he was downstairs in the theater watching football, whatever. And so I started cooking. I'm rattling the pots and pans, trying to see if he's going to come out and apologize. And um, I'm thinking I'm going to go talk to him after I make dinner. And Did you see his it. phone? No, I didn't see his phone. Okay. So he's home, right? Right. So he comes out um, and he comes up the stairs and I said, listen, uh, I'm making dinner now. It's almost ready. Uh, I just – we need to talk about this. And if you any oh and then he said, in the middle of our arguments, I forgot to say he said uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna call Dad and ask him and if Dad says it's okay, and I just had a conversation with Adam about being on the same page. You know, we talked about being on the same page, so I sent him a text really quick and I said, Sonny calls you, tell him no, stay on the same page with me. I don't want him going in Noah's area. That's all I said. And during so during when the arguments, I, he tried Adam. Adam answered, and then he's like, uh, "I can't." I started going down the road with, "Mom, this and that," and he's like, "I got to call you back." And so he never got a hold of Adam. But so he came back, and I said, I, "I don't mind. Again, you can go on a walk at night. Just I need you to go in the area that I." Want you to stay in? I don't want yeah. you going in that one area. Go in the pre-approved yes, neighborhood. There's many place. There's many travels like, right. that he's gone on. It can't feel good that it's just like he now wants to go right. to that neighborhood just because you told him he can't. Exactly. Well, who cares? What difference does it make? What's over there that he has to be right. there? Exactly. So, uh, so I made dinner and I said, "Well, you know, talk about it. Let's talk about it when Dad gets back." And you know, just for now, I don't want you going over there. And he was calm, and he was like, "All right, I don't, I don't get it, but I guess stop, stop. I don't want to argue. Stop." And then we let it go, and we started talking about how the Rams lost. And then, oh, he said when he came up the stairs for dinner, he goes, um, "I was downstairs," uh, and I said, "Yeah, I got it." And he goes, um, "What did he say?" He goes. I said, I didn't know if you went on a walk or not, but it said that you were still home. And he goes, oh, it said, oh, okay. Then I realized he turned off his yes. motherfucker. Yes. Yes. Turned off his phone. He turned off. He turned off his tracker. He turned his off tracker. his, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He did go on a walk and he turned off his tracker. And I didn't realize that until I was going to bed that night. I didn't realize it at all when we were sitting and having dinner because I just, First of all, I didn't think he would do something like that. Wow. Second of all, I – so then <laughs> I was thinking about it. Mike, he went for a walk and he turned, his, he turned his tracker off. Yeah. This was just the other night. And I want him to know that I know what he did because we're not done talking about it. But I haven't, to- I haven't told him yet that I'm onto his ass. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would make me so furious. Mm-hmm. Because I understand in some ways wanting to like be like not be tracked and right. you know I've heard and I don't 
But you and I are the same way about this thing. We're not parents that are like uh, constantly checking the app. I never do right. unless like LB went somewhere and I just want to know like, hey, is she on her way home? Right. Like if she says like, oh, I'm going to be home at a, like let's say 1130 and then I want to – I check to go, oh, is she on her way or – Right. Or right. just – or That's if she's been gone all day at her friend's house and I just want to make sure – is she still at her friend's right. house or do they go somewhere? Right. I'll look but it's mm-hmm. not like I track her. But if she was to go for like a walk, like or if Sadie and Xander, I would definitely like want to make sure they're okay. Yes, check yeah. on their yeah, totally. I know. <laughs> we, we should we should do Let's an talk ad about- and then get back to this because yeah. I have something else to say about this too. Yeah. But um, hey, we have a new sponsor and they're called Literati. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: I gave this as a gift mm-hmm. to my sister in law. I guess right. you could say to my brother as well. Right. But I say my sister-in-law because, you know, she's the one who would coordinate right. getting the gift. Anyway, here's what it is. It's so cool. Um, it's a subscription book thing for kids. Right. It's for ages 0 to 12. Yeah. So my sister-in-law has I, – I directed it at my niece yeah. who is 6 mm-hmm. going on 7 mm-hmm. and – uh, they send them. They curate great books for that age. for that yeah. age. And my sister in law freaked out. And she she's not like a huge book person, mm-hmm. but she was like, "I said, oh, did you get the literati?" And she was like, "Oh my god!" She goes, "I loved it." Yes, she's like Emerson loved it. She freaked out. She goes, "I liked it so much. I turned my neighbor onto it oh, already." That's awesome. Yeah, she was like, "Oh my god, these yeah. were like the greatest books." I know. I sent it to my nephew. So I don't know what you call his daughter. My, I don't know what you call her. But it, but anyway, sorry. She's a she's the a daughter, not a a boy. But I sent them to her, Riley, and. Samantha called and she was like – because I said it was from Auntie Lynette sending some books. And they, she was like, this is such a great idea. Oh, my god. I love re- – she's, she's three. Uh-huh. So she reads books. But it's the same two books, she says. Right. And this is great. And then I was like, OK. Well, tell me like what she likes and stuff because they yeah. have themes. They have mystery, adventure, STEM, history. history. Yes. Yeah. Soul-searching, uh, soul-enriching books. Handpicked, which yeah. is nice, and then they send them also like artwork, stickers, and like fun goodies, yeah. and it comes in a monthly box. And here's the nice thing too: the the gift subscriptions are available for one, three, six, or twelve months, so you don't even have to commit right. to a year. Right. You could commit to a month. It's nice if you want, yeah. but it's such a nice gift. It's a great way to keep the holiday magic going through 2021. So go to literati.com slash FCOL for 25% off your first two orders and pick your kids' book club today. Remember, no one else has kids' book clubs like these. Only at literati.com slash FCOL, that's L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I slash FCOL, get 25% off your first two orders and receive five incredible kids' books curated by experts delivered to your door every month. That's literati.com slash FCOL. Yes. Also, also, trough our favorite hot sauce. Ooh, I had it over the weekend, by the way, on my pizza, which I love hot sauce on my pizza. <laughs> Me too. And it was, I, it's so delicious. And you can tell a little bit of the difference between that and the other hot sauces that I have. Yeah. I love hot sauce. I love spice. It's got like a 
like a slightly smoky flavor, uh-huh. the one that I have. And I put it on – I know it sounds crazy, but I put it on Caesar chicken Caesar salad oh, and it turns yum. it into a buffalo Ooh, chicken Caesar salad. Mix it up with ranch. My mouth is watering right I now know, thinking about it. I know. That sounds so good. Yeah. And I love – the thing I love about trough, I put it on our Instagram too a little while ago mm-hmm. so you can see it. It's mm-hmm. the presentation. It right. looks like the hot sauce just received a, a, a blue ribbon or a medal <laughs> at the Olympics. That's right. It's really cute. Right. So you can send that to a friend, people that love – um, hot sauce. Yeah. It's it's uh, crafted with a signature blend of red chili, black truffle, mm-hmm. organic agave nectar, and savory spices. I'm telling you, my mouth is literally watering. I know. Yeah. Listen, see for yourself why Truff is the biggest hot sauce on Instagram and TikTok. Get 10% off site-wide plus free shipping when you use promo code FCOL at truff.com. T-R-U-F-F dot com. That's 10% off plus free shipping on everything, including white Truff VIP box and Truff variety pack. Just go to truff.com. That's T-R-U-F-F and use promo code F-C-O-L. Hey, um, not to belabor this point about letting the kids go somewhere, but it's funny that this came up for you because my friend Lara, uh, just like this week, said, hey, my kid, she just moved to a neighborhood. It's like Woodland Hills, you know, west, Mm -hmm. south of the boulevard. Mm -hmm. And there's sort of some hilly neighborhood areas, hiking trails kind of thing. Yeah, familiar with that. And she was like, yeah. So her daughter, who's Elby's age, so 16, wanted to walk just by herself at night up like near Mulholland. Oh, hell no. Yeah. And – she was like, mm, no, like no. at at night, and her daughter was like, why? You see, and I said same thing. I was like, you, these kids need to listen to some Dateline. I know. <laughs> what are they? They need to listen to a, a good forty eight be- hour mysteries, and they'll understand why uh-huh. not. Because for I was, she was like, I and my friend is very nervous as it is, right? But I was like, no, in this case, I totally understand. Like, yes, no. no. I was like, that's how. Every single episode starts. Right. Somebody just went for a walk. Right. You went for a jog. You went, <laughs> right. By herself. Yeah. Like I was like, or at least bring the dog I with her. Right. And a friend. Right. A friend and a dog. Like yes. you, you can't. No way. No. No. Especially like just up a by girl Mon. alone up at a deserted. My friend was like, no, this area is totally deserted. Right. And she, oh, and That's then her daughter not... was trying to say, mom, there are people around. Oh. She was like, yeah, but like somebody comes by every 10 minutes. Right. A lot. Shit can go down of in those 10 minutes. Yes. And then – and I don't know. Kids, they're so innocent thinking. But right. they haven't listened they to a million serial killer they, stories no, like we I, have. I know. They need, they need to have that. In, incorporated into the curriculum in high school. <laughs> they should do that. Yes. I mean, I know, you know, Sheriff Tom comes out and scares them in fourth grade, but nah, when they get to high school, they need to have a little eye-opening podcast to yeah. listen to. I mean, you don't want them to live in fear, no, but, but, but they at need the same to time, like, we had a healthy fear of, like, white panel vans right. when we were kids, totally. or just any kind of panel vans. Well, well yeah. actually, especially not white panel vans, because <laughs> that meant... Right, right. Black panel, brown panel vans, all yes. vans, bad news. Especially if it's primed. Especially if there's a primer door. Yes. Run. Yes. Uh-huh. But, you know, we had a fear of – we didn't just – if you were walking down the street and the ice cream truck went by without the music playing, <laughs> yes. you were like, that's bad news right there. <laughs> I'm, totally. I'm scared. 
right? Yes. You pee yourself. If uh-huh. somebody pulled up slowly next to you, that was it. My right. bladder right. let go. Uh-huh. We had we had a healthy fear, and you know, granted, the crime rate is not higher now than it was back then. Right, but. People still commit a lot of crimes. Oh, yeah. And if you're alone by yourself, something can happen. You're, right. I feel like you're just asking for trouble. Right. Exactly. When I go walk the dog at night, mm-hmm. I've got I've got a dog, first mm-hmm. of all, right. a ha- half pit bull. Right. I've got mace. Right. I've got my fists. Yeah. <laughs> I've got an attitude. i got a chip <laughs> on my shoulder. I'm like, nobody better talk to me. And that's just around my stupid Encino neighborhood. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't imagine letting my kid like go, yeah, sure, yeah, go walk right. around some deserted bluffs right. up Mulholland. Oh, hell no. Hell no. No way, no way, no And way. her daughter was arguing with her too. Was like, I just don't understand why. It, it, there's, right. it, Listen yeah. to this Ed Kemper story. <gasps> right. And <laughs> – But yet at the same time, like obviously we don't want to scare the shit out of our kids and have them be paranoid. Right. I know. But you know, Sonny does listen to some BuzzFeed show about crime and stuff. And he – because he told me, he said – at one point we went for a walk like a month ago and he said something about Dr. Pettit, you know, the the doctor in Connecticut who's – uh, wife and two daughters were killed. Yes, well, he was. He they, uh, ma- they tied him up, right? And, and then they they made the woman go to the bank. Right. There was a podcast about it. Yeah, they stabbed the, the boy. They they raped oh the daughter. Oh. Yeah, he heard that. He heard that story. And even then, when I was talking to him about it, he after that, after he brought it up, he's like, oh, "I don't want to talk about it anymore." I was like, "Okay, that's fine." But I'm like, "Why are you listening to that stuff?" And he's like, "I don't know." I like those guys at BuzzFeed. Or, I don't know. But he, he's – yeah. he So he knows like – but he always teases me like, oh, so I'm going to get kidnapped if I walk up to Panera. I'm like – You might. <laughs> yes. You could. I mean and I'm not a paranoid person. I know. But yeah, something – it's – why ask for trouble? It's not right. It's not like you're saying you can't go for walks by yourself. Right. But you're like – after dark in an area where there aren't lights, like mm-hmm. let's just be used freaking common sense. Exactly. Right. Right. And why does everything have to be an argument? I agree. Well, with that's you. the thing. This kid, constant, even when it's just little things, you know, like uh, whatever it is, like, oh, so, you know, I can't do, you know, whatever. It just, he constantly is challenging me on everything that he thinks he has an opinion on. You know, oh, like, uh, you ever hear that song? Uh, oh no! It was the the night that was New Year's Eve. How they play Imagine, right? Mm-hmm, the, on New mm-hmm. Year's Eve. Yeah, they. I guess they do that every year, right? And he was with. He was. He, he, the next day, I guess Adam was talking about it. And the next day, he was like, yeah, speaking of the Beatles, that song Imagine, don't you think it's like – don't you think that they have better songs to play for New Year's Eve? It's just a downer or whatever. And it's like – I don't even know what his points were, but I go, I I knew exactly what he was talking. I said, listen, Adam, ah! I like that song, so knock it off. I, I don't know. It's just, you know, George Harrison writes better songs than John Lennon. Oh, boy. Okay, Adam, <laughs> what do you know about their songwriting? Give me a break. Come on. He goes, well, yeah, Dad said it, but he's right. I did. I was watching it. You know, I was like – Oh my! God. I love when they just get a really strong opinion about something that's such a why are you why are you getting riled up about this right because somebody else got <laughs> riled right totally right. totally 
I have found that now with my kids, they're not they're not there yet. They're not LB's really not argumentative yet. She's she's like Sunny used to be. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it will happen, but um but I hardly have to say no to her either, which is kind of a thing. And when mm-hmm. I do, every once in a while, she does kind of look at me like, huh? Who are yeah. you? I'm like – Natalia's the worst. This happens. So LB – and this is this is kind of a pick your battles sort right. of thing. But right. LB's room is disgusting. Like mm-hmm. it is – and every time I make her clean it up, she cleans it up. But she's I guess like a typical teenage girl where she ha- – and where is she fucking going? I it's know. A pandemic. I know. Like, like, why do you have to change your clothes? Totally. Why are you going through your entire closet to find something to wear when all you're going to end up wearing is some stupid high waisted right. jeans and a halter top <laughs> right. and a tank top with a hoodie over it? Yes, that's all you're going to wear. Yeah. Why don't you just put that outfit on and leave it right. on for a month right. until you get a different tank top yes. and then wear that tank top? Totally. But no, she has to try on like 18 different tank tops, and then there's just. Yeah. So she's got these like fabric boxes mm-hmm. like that you get at Target mm-hmm. that that fit into like little shelves like yeah. that. But now they're all sort of standalone. Right. So she's got all these sort of boxes full of clothes. Right. I'm like why – here's a crazy idea. Mm-hmm. Why don't you hang some of the clothes up in your closet <laughs> totally. and you can just see them? Yeah. You know? And then have like – and she, she looks at me like I'm the dumbest person on the planet <laughs> and she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> OK, mom. Then she does this. So she – takes all her clothes and puts them in her hamper when they're not dirty. That's the way of like, oh, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to organize it. And then I'll go. That. I'll do all the laundry. I'll go into her room the next day. Yep. Her hamper is full of clothes. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Right. I'm like, these clothes are not dirty. I literally just did your laundry. Yes. You yes. just – you know what happened, biatch? You just <laughs> didn't want to fold them. Right. So you put them in your hamper. And she's uh-huh. like, mom, mom, no. I, I'm going to go through those. Yeah, those they're not all dirty. I'm like, yeah, they're not all dirty. But then she never goes through them. Right. And she's like, can you drive me over to Ava's house? <laughs> oh, God. So, so the other day so I was Natalia. like, no, that you're not so... going anywhere until you clean your room. Yeah, good. And she gave me a look like I oh, just, God, you Natalia. know, tased her. Right. She was like, like a look of betrayal. Uh-huh. Like, I said I was going to clean my room. I'm like, yeah, now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am. Uh-huh. And then she'll give me these like defiant eyes. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't really talk back, but she gives me these eyes like, don't mm-hmm. keep going or we're going to get in a fight. Like she just uh, looks at – you know what I mean? She yeah, stares, she stares me down like, down. I'm doing it. Yeah, like I'm doing it, mom. You. <laughs> but then I'll come back in an hour later and she's in bed. Uh-huh. That's like, the thing. Right. It's like she'd rather just not go to her friend's house and stay in bed. By the way, this is her friend. This is her bubble. There's right. three of them. Yeah. That Same they're always together. Me, yeah, like we, they have their Before bubble. you judge. Right, but right. the point is yeah. they're back and forth between right. her. That's all she's at her friend's house. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, LB. And it's not just the clothes because if it was just the clothes, I would pick my battles. But it's not. My kids yeah. all eat in their rooms. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? I hate that I have to even think this way because I know people are like, well, you got to lay down the law and don't let them do this and make them clean their rooms. And I do. Yeah. I do, guys. Mm-hmm. I tell them. I go into their rooms and I go, what the hell is going on in here? How – I was like, if you do this again, you're not eating in your room. And then I just forget about it for a right. while. Right. Exactly. They go, mm-hmm, okay, yeah. mom. Uh-huh. And then they'll clean it up. But the next day, there's like – you know those Starbucks uh, co- r- coffee in, a, in like a glass 
little bottle and you buy yeah, them at the grocery right. store or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we buy those all the time. The kids mm-hmm. drink them before school in the morning. Mm-hmm. But they stack up. That's like a good idea. They, oh, yeah. They love it. Really? They won't drink like my brewed coffee. Right. So Sadie, who's yeah, 13, she's... makes espressos. That's every, insane. She makes herself uh, lattes That's every day. That's crazy. Yeah, it's annoying. Um, you should buy one for her room next time for if it's her birthday. Yeah, get her own little espresso machine. She'd probably love that. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. So yeah, uh, it's it's insane mm-hmm. the mess that is in there. And then I and then I come in, you know, vacuum, get under the bed. But then, like a couple of days later, it's, it's gross again. I know. Listen, I, you're preaching. I spent three days cleaning that house, so we don't have cleaning ladies. I mean, once in a while, well, they'll come. Especially Adam doesn't want them. You know, in his office and stuff. And it's like, dude, you start cleaning. So anyway, but then I'm like, I have two well-abled bodies here that could help me clean. Yeah. So then I tell them, look, you're in charge of the dog shit. You're in charge of vacuuming. You're in charge of emptying the dishwasher. You're in charge. Do they do it? Never. Unless they got something coming up and they want to do it. Right. Then they get right on it. Right. But they don't do it regularly. And... I end up doing it or I have to go in there and it's a full-on argument. And it's ridiculous. They don't do it regularly and I don't know what I got to – I got to start cracking. I'm not very good at discipline. But I got to start cracking the whip with them. But here's the thing with Natalia. I go into her her room. What she does is she messes up the whole house, right? But then she keeps her room clean. But everything else is a mess. She goes outside. There's a ping pong table. It's got red cups everywhere because she had her little I, – I talked about it last week, a little uh, prop party for her friend Annie and her little three friends and the two boys. Right. And they were playing ping – they were playing ping pong but like with soda. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting inside. You mean like beer pong with soda? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was sitting inside and I was watching them play and I was like, think, OK, they're 14. Some of them are 15. You know where I was at 14 and 15? I was at the school parking lot in Encino getting wasted. Smoking pot. Yeah. With Mike Gerstein and Glenn and oh, yeah. all those guys. Me too. That's what I was doing. Me too. Maybe giving a blowjob out here and there. <laughs> <laughs> but no. But seriously, that like they are – and I see – I'm watching them play and like one of the bo- – like oh, one of the girls went up to the boy – and was like his – they were teammates and then the boy like like was hugging her when they won and he would like hug her around her waist and pick her up. And I was like, how are they not horny as fuck? Like right. at that age. Yeah. Don't tell me those boys aren't, you know, taking care of business when they go home after spending the night with these girls the evening. You know what I mean? Oh, of course they are. But I'm sitting there watching that. But anyway, Natalia leaves a mess out there and I got to get on it. And the thing – what Natalia does is she'll go, I'm going to I'm going to go to Devin's house. She's on her way to pick me up. Or Devin's coming over. That's the the thing. I know where this is going and same. Right. And I'm like, but you didn't you didn't put away your clothes. Well, I know. That's because I'm gonna do it tonight when I get back. Oh my god. Like yes. as if I've lost my mind. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, like, as if you're high or right. something. What like, are you smoking? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then stupid me, I'm like 
all right, but you got to do it. Otherwise, you're not doing anything tomorrow. And then like two days go by and I open up her door and they're still sitting there. And it's like, really? Yeah. And then she's made another mess. Like same as Elby. Try something on. It doesn't – she takes it off, puts it in the hamper. Yeah. Like as if it's – if like she's been wearing it. Yes. So ridiculous. Yes. That's why they – she's got to do her own laundry. So Elby's job is to empty the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. And we pretty much run the dishwasher every day to every other day. Right. But she acts like it's the first she's ever heard of us uh-huh. having a dishwasher that needs to be unloaded. Like I'll be like, Elby, the dishwasher's clean. And she's like, oh. Um, <laughs> Again? <laughs> yeah. Like can you fit that I in your busy yesterday. schedule of right. being home? Right. right. Oh, uh, yeah. OK. OK. Mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, but we can't really like put more dishes into it until we take the clean ones out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I said I'll do it. Uh-huh. Like just I'm going to do it in just a few minutes. Then she uses this. Well, I'm doing my homework right now. Like you've got hours spread in front of you to do your homework. I know. It's like, no, you're playing Minecraft or talking to your friends on the phone or laying in bed looking at TikTok. Exactly. Come on. Right. Come on. (laughs) I know. But then I feel bad because meanwhile, there's nothing really fun to do at our house. So Elvie does have her social life, but Sadie and Xander have nothing to do. And every day, it's like Groundhog's Day. Xander comes over to me and I'm sitting at my computer Mm -hmm. doing nothing myself, but like Mm -hmm. looking at Facebook. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hi, mom. I go, hey, Xander, what's up? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Obviously nothing. This was like yesterday morning. This this is typical though. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do today? And I'm out of shit to do, Lynette, because, listen, at the beginning of this pandemic, you know, I bought that um, thing that makes your dining room table into a ping pong table. Do you think we've used that one time in the past eight months? (laughs) No, we played that for a little bit. That was fun. Mm. We played some Jenga. Back when it was like the novelty was like, oh, family time where it's like we're in a bomb shelter. Let's (laughs) play games. And now I'm like, oh, hell no. Exactly. Why can't you? Is there nothing? No videos on YouTube? Like, But poor kid is just like, do you want to? do something and my mind just goes like what i mean <laughs> right what right. can we do right and then i say okay well do you want to like play we got what do you meme uh-huh. the game what do you meme really what is it m-e-m-e it's like apples to apples or it's like cards against humanity but mm-hmm. it's it's a uh, and it's like new phone who dis that uh-huh. i told you about recently mm-hmm. it's very much like that except that it's a picture and then you have some captions for okay. this for the picture Oh, I see. Or you have to write captions? Or it's, you get No, no, no. So that you get caption cards. Like here's our favorite one that made us laugh so hard. Mm-hmm. There was a um there it's a picture of like a old older man, mm-hmm. like a man with gray hair and he's just kind of like head head on his hands. He yeah. just looks super bummed out. Right. And one of the captions, you you everybody has like seven caption cards. Uh-huh. That, and then you try to match them with a picture that comes up for everybody. And the one of the caption cards was Oh my god! I, I, w- I can't believe I was in the bathroom when they did the uh, volcano at the hibachi <laughs> restaurant, whatever it was, <laughs> yeah. the blooming onion at the. Uh-huh. I can't believe I was in the bathroom when they did the, the erupting show. the onion volcano uh-huh. at Benihana or whatever it was. Oh my god, we laughed so hard, mm-hmm. you know. So yes. But they're edgy and mm-hmm. there's a separate stack that's like the adult adult cards. Okay. So if you're playing it like with your friends, you can mix those in. But right. you could also just not use them. Right. 
so it's like PG thirteen. Yeah, it's edgy enough that they we laugh our asses off. Right, but it's not so horrible that. that you're like, um, I don't think I need to hear about a rim job. <laughs> oh, really? Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Hey. Yeah. Do you own or rent your home? I sure do. Well, I bet it can be hard work, but you know what's easy? Mm. Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. And now let's have a word from Podcast One. Have you ever heard that story that Napoleon used the Egyptian Sphinx for target practice and shot its nose off? Or maybe you've heard that a French astrologer named Nostradamus correctly predicted nearly 500 years of human history. Or maybe someone told you that the legendary blues guitarist Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil at a crossroads in Mississippi. These stories are what I like to call historical myths. Great little tales that may or may not have any basis in historical fact. On Our Fake History, we explore these historical myths and try to determine what's fact, what's fiction, and what is such a good story. It simply must be told. If you dig stories about death-obsessed emperors, lost civilizations, desperate sieges, voodoo black magic, and famous historical figures you thought you knew, then Our Fake History might just be your new favorite podcast. Still not sure? Then stick around to the end of the episode today to hear a teaser episode of Our Fake History. If you dig it, then subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Anyway, I feel bad because my kids are so bored. I don't want to just be barking at them like to clean. I know. And then offering no reward for that. Right. Besides like, do you guys want to watch a movie? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sonny is just only wants to – well, he'll come to me and he'll just – He's he'll not say, he won't ask me let's do something, but he'll say um, he'll just start talking about shit that I don't care about, you know? Right. And then I gotta like pretend like I'm interested because he's got nobody else to talk about to because mm-hmm. it's the middle of the day and he's done with school and normally he would be off with his motherfucking friends. Right. But now I'm his friend. Now I'm his BFF. You know? Right. And it, it's so. But you know, I mean, it's, I guess it's, I can't complain, but. It's just these guys. But you have a podcast, so you kind of have to. Right. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's true. Thank God, though, he wants to watch movies. You know, that's my thing. Like, I'll say, we'll watch a movie tonight. So he has something to look. I think of it as like, okay, he'll have something to look forward to. Except we watch a movie almost every night. Like, he's either watching with me or Adam. I know. Sonny's, yeah, he's really into movies. I wish my kids would be. I mean, I'm not that that into movies because it's hard to hold my attention for two hours. Right. So, and Sadie will just tell you that straight up. She's like, "I'm sorry, mom. I just don't have a good attention span." Ever mm. since phones were invented, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, "I kind of uh-huh. hear you." Mm-hmm. 
Totally. And we both look at each other sometimes during a movie. But we will practice. I'll be like, you know what? We're going to practice watching a movie to work on our attention spans. We're not – we're going to put our phones down. That's good. And we're going to watch the movie. Right. But then it has to be this like really good movie. I know. Oh, did you start the book I told you to read? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. I love it. Daisy Jones and the Six. Yes. I, speaking of holding attention, the reason why I'm I that I, that came to me is because I try so I order so many books through Audible and then mm-hmm. I return them because I just I'm yeah, like yeah yeah oh, I know I do that this I is do just that. not uh-huh. the one that we the one that we talked about where it seemed good the one that the Undoing was right. based on I I think I you should have known you should have known right. and then there was too much description and I was right. like mm. right I know so but all these people were telling me that this book is good yeah, Jody was telling me about it like six months ago yeah so I downloaded it a while ago and then kept being like oh, books are so hard I know I even just being told the story I'm like oh, but I could listen to a podcast and it'll be done in forty five minutes right. This book is – this is a nine-hour commitment, you know? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start it. I was out of podcasts to listen to. Mm-hmm. I was too lazy to go like Google some more. Yeah. So I started it and I was like, oh, no description, all kind of dialogue and like oh, fun and – yes. And relatable. And I, we know what I love is there's the actors are playing the characters. Like Jennifer Beals, who I love, is playing – the main character, right? Yes. And so, and then it goes back to you know somebody else playing Billy, and then somebody else playing you know Ted or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like a memoir. What it is for anybody that doesn't know, I can't remember the author's name. Taylor Taylor Reed Swift. No, yeah, Reed. Uh, so the book is based on a band that formed in the seventies, mm-hmm. but it's not a real band. Mm-hmm. It's a fake, right? Like biography of this band told yeah. first person and why how and why they broke up. Right. They were like a big big huge successful band that broke up and it's all about how they sort of came to be and it's, it's like so love good. story but it's so like yeah. it's just re- yeah it's, it's really good stuff and i love like it takes place and you know they talk about the roxy and the and sunset strip and the whiskey and all that stuff that i love. Yeah, they mix like real names Right. In with yeah. like the fake yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, like it's, so it's so good. It makes you think that they're they're really a band by the way they talk, you know? Yes. It's great. I just downloaded it and I started listening. I'm probably only like, I don't know, the first chapter or whatever. I don't think I've gotten that far because I just downloaded it and had a chance oh. to start it. And I was listening to it last night. And I'm so happy that you told me because I needed something. I put literally put things off. Like clean out a closet because I don't have anything to listen to. Yeah. I need something. This was so good that I could – I it was the first time in a really long time I was listening to something that I could not put it down. Mm-hmm. I was like yeah. – I kept thinking of more things I needed to do around the house uh-huh. or like because I couldn't stop. I was like, oh, I'll go walk the dog. Oh, I'll just – I'll do the dishes. Oh, yeah. I'll do the – oh, I'll make dinner while yeah. I'm listening to it. I listened to it straight through. I started it really? one night, listened to it for hours, listened to it late into the night because I couldn't put it down, woke up in the mo- – and then I was scared because my brain, uh-huh. my postmenopausal brain just – I I can listen to something and be so into it and by the next day, yeah, I'm like, I, know. I don't really remember what was going on. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I was thinking about that and this morning. Then I got to go back a few minutes and go, oh, OK. Right. So I was scared to go to bed without finishing it because I was like – 
it's not going to have the same right. pull. But it did. It I did. woke up in the morning and I started it back up and I was like right back into the story and then I listened to it almost straight through until it I finished. Can't wait. Oh my god. I know. Wow. Everybody's going to listen to it. Here's a here's something weird though. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this woman's written a bunch of other books. Uh-huh. One of them is kind of famous. It's called like I want to say Something Hugo and her seven husbands or mm-hmm. something. It's about this like old aging starlet telling the story of her life, which that I downloaded that one and it's kind of good. Okay. But then I downloaded one that she wrote a few years before. It's called uh, Something Something True Loves or I don't know. True, something with true loves. Right. It's so bad. Oh. And I'm like, how could that have been the same author? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's just really generic sounding and the opposite of like this book, the um, Daisy Jones, is so specific. Everything is like brand names and the way they describe things is just so you can totally get it. Like what they're wearing. It's like – Right, right, right. Specific and funny and interesting. You picture them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but this other one is just so – it's like – a Hallmark movie. Uh, see, well, when did she write it? I don't know. A few years before, but I was like, yeah, okay, I, I can mean, only read her newer stuff. Right. Then I was like, how did she get published when she was a shitty writer? Right. And then she got so much better. Yeah. Which was surprising, but happy. Yeah. No, I know. I gotta. I can't wait to listen to it. I got a lot of shit to do. A lot of yeah. things to clear out. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I have some more stuff to tell you on Friday's show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, also, let's just say a thank you to our $50 Patreon people. Uh, oh, have a new one. Mm. So mm. our listener, Lily, mm-hmm. is doing a shout out for um, YOLO Bar, B-A-R-R-E, which is a family-owned studio. This is her friend's studio, which now, because of the pandemic, uh, offers live streaming classes and personalized nutrition advice. So Lily lost 20 pounds oh, through them, through this, through this studio. And she's so excited. She wants everyone to know all about them. And uh, their workouts are no impact, safe at any age. So go to YOLO Bar, YOLO Bar, B-A-R-E dot com. And she said if you want to use the code FCOL, we'll give you a special deal. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I thought that was Thanks, so sweet. Lily. Yeah. Helping her friend's business in pandemic that's times. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Letty Molina gives us the CBD oil, even mm-hmm. the bacon flavor for the doggies mm-hmm. uh, with their allergies or arthritis due to their old age like Penelope. Mm-hmm. Hempworks, W-O-R-X dot com slash L Molina or Facebook search her at Letty, L-E-T-T-Y Molina. Um, then Michaela Brennan. Yes. I've been doing Good. her shout out mm-hmm. instead of the LGBT Bar Association. I've been doing the Trevor Project dot mm-hmm. org, which is just a fabulous, fabulous charity that has does a lot of suicide prevention work mm-hmm. with LGBT youth. Yeah. Um, so check them out if you're looking for somewhere to throw 20 bucks to mm-hmm. Trevor Project dot org. Um, and then as always, Sarah Dean my friend who hosts the Shameless Mom Academy. So Sarah Dean is also going to be in my reading show. Oh, nice. A week from Sunday reading a story that she wrote about home birth that oh. is so flippin' funny. Really? Oh, my God. She makes me laugh really hard. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So check out her podcast, shamelessmom.com. Uh, and I'll just do one more. Rachel Cap, mm. uh, the school 
If school is a struggle for your kids, she's got CAP Educational Therapy Group or um, KAPPEdTherapy.com and the Learn Smarter podcast to help you figure out what's going on with your kid. Nice. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. We love you. Oh, and don't forget, we have our our happy hour coming up. Okay. So it's not this Friday. It's next Friday now. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) It's next. uh, So it's the 34. Let me see. I'll tell you right it's now. It's a Friday night. It's like the 29th. It's the last Friday. Or the, yeah, that's the last Friday, the 29th of the month. Okay. That's yeah. when we're doing it. If you're at the $10 or up level, you will be on our hang. It's that's right. It's going to be really fun. Yeah. All right. Thanks, All right. guys. Thanks, Kaylin. You're a parent now. Don't F it up. The 2020 presidential campaign in the United States was a pretty wild spectacle to watch, no matter what your political perspective may be. But there was one particular bit of rhetoric that jumped out at me. It was a criticism of Donald Trump leveled by Bernie Sanders that made use of a well-known historical tidbit. Here's what Sanders had to say. Nero fiddled while Rome burned. Trump golfs. Nero fiddled while Rome burned. Trump golfs. The senator was riffing on one of the best-known stories from the history of ancient Rome. That is, that during a great fire that consumed the Roman capital in the year 64 AD, the self-absorbed Emperor Nero not only did nothing to help, but laughed and played the fiddle while his city burned. It's the kind of story that many people know, even if they know absolutely nothing else about Roman history. For a whole lot of people, the history of Rome is basically just Julius Caesar, beware the Ides of March, and Nero fiddled as Rome burned. So, in a way, it's not surprising that this story has proved so enduring. It's just too perfectly symbolic. If you need a historical example of the ruling elite being hopelessly and heartlessly out of touch, I mean, this is it. Nothing quite says, I could care less, like playing a jaunty little tune on the fiddle. But we really should ask, is any of this true? Did the Emperor of Rome really sit back and put on an impromptu hoedown as his city crumbled beneath his feet? Well, here's the thing. If he did, there was no way he played the fiddle. In 64 AD, the violin hadn't even been invented yet. The instrument as we know it today wouldn't come into being for another 1,400 years at least. To give you some historical context... Nero playing the fiddle is basically the same as Charlemagne shredding the electric guitar. In 64 AD, the violin was an impossibly futuristic instrument. But we do know that Nero was an amateur musician and was particularly fond of an instrument known as the lyre, which was a small Greek harp. He was known to put on long recitals for his advisors where attendance was mandatory. 
So the original story was that Nero actually played the lyre and sang as the great fire ravaged Rome. But there's good reason to doubt that story too. The most trustworthy Roman sources inform us that the Emperor Nero wasn't even in Rome when the Great Fire broke out. In fact, we're told that the Emperor rushed back to the city as soon as he was informed so he could personally oversee the relief effort. So, Nero didn't fiddle as Rome burned, and he didn't play the lyre, he didn't sing, he didn't sit back all smug and laugh as his people suffered. He learned about the fire through messengers and did his best to respond. Now, that doesn't mean that Nero was somehow a good emperor or, or even a good guy. In fact, he was probably one of the worst. But the fiddle, well, that just wasn't a thing. Nero fiddling as Rome burned is a perfect example of what I call a historical myth, a little legend that got wrapped up in the transmission of our history and often gets repeated as a historical fact. My name's Sebastian Major, and on the podcast Our Fake History, we explore these historical myths and try to determine what's fact, what's fiction, and what is such a good story that it simply must be told. The podcast is one part storytelling and one part historical detective work. I do my best to bring these weird stories from our past to life, while also asking probing questions about whether or not we should believe them, and how these misunderstandings took root in the first place. On Our Fake History, the goal is to celebrate everything that's weird and wonderful about the past, while also thinking critically and trying to grab on to the slippery concept known as the truth. If Our Fake History sounds like it's for you, then subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm.